Hello and welcome to this week's edition of This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and later we'll be bringing you reaction from Sunday's women's team fixture with Hull City in the National League plate. And shortly we'll be finding out if the men's team could progress through to the next round of the FA Trophy. But before that it's time for this week's club news. And we start the news this week with Big Coat Day and this weekend sees the return of the club's annual collection of coats and winter clothing for those in need this winter. Items can be dropped off anytime this week from 9am to 5pm and on Big Coat Day itself on Saturday the 4th of November before this weekend's match with Hyde United. And a big thank you to Manchester Cabins who have very kindly donated a storage container for this week's collection free of charge. To footballing matters now and to last Tuesday's league game for FC United as the Reds welcomed David Chadwick's Atherton Collieries to Broadhurst Park. Here's the FC Live team with all the action. Deep into Atherton territory now. Guy Hall bringing it infield. Griffiths. Griffiths flicks it out left-hand side, but he miscues completely. And now it's Dawson to try and break for Atherton. Could be a three-on-three three here. Dawson plays it out to the right flank. Ball comes across. Well-positioned was Palinkas, but he puts it straight back to Adams. Left-footed shot! What a goal! That's a superb shot. Well... It really was from the right-hand side. You would have to question the clearance. It was a good interception, but it went straight back at him. And uh, FC not quick enough to close down. But it was a superb strike there. And uh, Atherton into the lead here in 59 minutes. On the left-hand side. Cross coming in. Running in was Kane, but it's well met. Oh, and it's picked up by Griffiths, into the box, Griffiths shoots, and it just goes behind, chance for McLaughlin, drives, and it's a corner ball there, as uh, Defratus Hansen flung himself at that one. Well, it's livening up by the minute this contest, as FC strive for a leveller. Now, good, well met by Dante Gabin on edge of the box, think about a left foot shot, Gabin, oh, that's the bar! Oh, that is the closest FC have come. Fine shot there. Just spun off the crossbar out for a goal kick. Nice ball through there. Guy Hall. Good forward run out to the left flank now. Donahue. Cross coming in. Gabbard. Oh no! Oh. Just wide. He was an acrobatic effort with his left foot on the volley. A really difficult skill. And he just couldn't get it on target. But uh, Gabidon breathing some life into FC here as those. Uh, Substitutions are prepared. I think he was unlucky there with that effort. Hall now driving down the left flank. Infield. Kane out to McLaughlin making a good run. Takes it well in the box. McLaughlin left footed shot near post. Not sure whether it was the post or the, the foot of the keeper that kept it out. And the others with a chance to run down the clock here and possibly break. And under pressure now. Oliver trying to get his foot in the way. It's a chance here. And it's a good save. It was a shot there from uh, Patrick Oliver and a decent save with his feet by Pat Boys to prevent Atherton Collieries closing the game down. Palinkas now forward there. Waiting was Kane, but it's never going to get to him. We're into the 89th minute. Atherton trying to break away and seal the deal here. Ball's played forward. Substitute to Patrick Oliver into the box. Now comes it across! And it's 2-0. And it's, uh, it's Lewis Mansell who does indeed seal the deal. 
a disastrous evening for FC United at home to bottom of the table, Atherton Collieries. And uh, it's 2-0 now. Now oh, it's McLaughlin bringing it infield, heavy touch, but manages to keep possession. Monroe out to the right flank. Now Gabidon, what can he do? Dante Gabidon into the box. On the turn now. Attempted shot by Kane. Another chance and headed off the line. Ball still bobbling free. McLaughlin and then nodded out of the danger area. And Kane's got to stand with him here. And Kane does ever so well. He wins a throw. Tenacity being shown here right to the death by FC. They've got to get, a, get something very soon here. McLaughlin low cross in it, deflected goes to the keeper. And there goes the whistle. FC live there from Tuesday evening. And so on to the next game for the Reds and Saturday's first round tie against Radcliffe in the FA Trophy. Let's hand over to Ben and Woodso now with all the build-up. Well, good afternoon everyone and welcome back to SC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the armchair army. And you join us here at a pitch that looks a bit 3 dear. There's oh, I said that yeah, earlier. <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? Um, the pitch has been moved away from uh, the touchline here on the main stand just because of drainage issues. So the pitch is looking great. And it's looking great for this afternoon's game, FC United against Radcliffe in the FA Trophy first round proper. And speaking of proper, it's a big welcome back to your friend and man. It's Woods, though. Hello. Hello. Let's have a chat. We're well, gonna, that's the general yeah, idea. We're going to be hearing from Neil Reynolds shortly with yeah. his pre-match thoughts. What's your pre-match thoughts, especially after Tuesday night and the Atherton Coles game? You draw a line on the Tuesday night. We know how, how poor that was. The daft thing is... Am I wrong to bring it back up? <laughs> it was inevitable. I was trying to think of, a, of an answer appropriate. The daft thing about Tuesday night, just quickly, is whilst it, it wasn't great, the first half especially, there's two different ways of looking at it. I'm not excusing anything. This is, this is in my opinions. If that three-headed goal's in from Palinkas... Yep. It makes it 1 0. I think I said at half time. I think and the food ball from Griffiths tomorrow. Well, I'm not even forgetting that, yeah. you know. I think I said at half time. I think the phrase I used was they'd probably fall like a cheap suit. And, and, I, and I stand by that. I think they probably would. And point two, second half, it wasn't a great performance. However, that goal, the Alton Collery's goal, was very charmed. Let's be honest, we hit the crossbar. There was a couple kicks off the line last ditch. The keepers made some good saves. That's not excusing the general overall performance, which was poor. But in, in other matches, we've played like that, or maybe not quite as bad as that, but actually come away with a win because, you know, we, we've peppered the goal and won. It at, was, it was telling of, at the end of the game, though, when you put the board up and there was nine minutes in, I know it was 2-0 at that point, but even so, even at 2-0, most football fans go, come on, we can get back. I think the general consensus was, you're joking, do I have to wait here another nine minutes? And, and that, But that's telling, that's telling it in itself. Isn't it worth mentioning the, the fact that I spoke to Chaddy this week of the MPL show and he was so proud of his team because they were literally throwing but they, they, were, they were they were that was there I don't want to say it but it was it was a cup game for them they needed a response after the defeat yeah. at the weekend and he got that response and fair play to them they they killed the clock they dived at the ball they saved and we just didn't have much to much, counter much it. to counter it was huff and puff and a lot of chances like we say but that would only probably, you know, plaster over the performance. If we'd have come away with three points, it'd have plastered over what, what we all saw. But it's, it's gone now. It's gone now. Now, how much of that is to do with the facts? And I go back to what I'm going to say to Neil in a second. You look at the league, apart from today's team we're playing, Radcliffe, and in spells, Rylands, and a little bit of Ashton United and Marine at times, no one in this league at the moment 
is forming any form of consistency. They're not really. I mean, there's, it's, a, it's a little bit skewed in terms of games in hand. But I, as I always say, you've got to win the games in hand. Yeah, yeah if teams win games in hand around us, it pushes us even further down the table. And, and it doesn't look, you know, it looks pretty poor for us. But you've got to win them. Now, if every team we've got games in hand, their game in hand is against Radcliffe, I feel, oh, that's okay. Nobody is running away. Apart from, like you say, apart from Radcliffe, there's nobody really making a grab for it. And, you know, you look at the league table, and I think we're, you know, we're, we're a handful of points away from the playoff and a handful of points away from the relegation zone. It's bizarre. It is silly. But got to win your games when, when, when you're playing them because the results to... like Atherton, if you have too many of those, it is tight, but you, 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 other teams start catching you and you start sliding. Well, this is, what, this is what's happened with uh, Lancaster. I think it's happened with, there's another team, isn't it? Matlock. Matlock. It dropped down yeah. ever so slightly. Yeah, Workington. Yeah. Um, Macclesfield. Well, Max won one in seven now or something, Ex- something exactly. like that. Yeah. It's, it's a tough league. We have got a young squad. Yeah. Do we have to forgive them? What we've got to be careful is, is that phrase, we've got a young squad, doesn't become a cliche and an excuse. Do we forgive them? Yeah, I mean, we, we, there are players in that squad who are learning. But conversely, there are players in the squad who are very, very versed at this level. And also, at a higher level, we brought in the two Charlies who've both come from a higher level. True. So, so it's, you know, so... True. And we see games like uh, Mask Away. We see the games uh, against Worksop, against Macclesfield, where, mixed with that experience you're talking about mm. from higher league, yeah. it just works. All of a sudden, it clicks. It clicks. And we outperform teams who really we shouldn't be outperforming. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Then, we go to Baseford. Then we take on Apertur Carls. I mean, Baseford was a funny one, like we it's said, because it's a goalkeeping thing to a certain extent. That game, we we, we did everything bar get past yeah. Preston in goal, who who, who was who had a world. How old was Pat Boys? This is my point. I'm yeah, making. yeah, 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 this yeah, yeah. And, and how old Jan Palinkas? You know, from Tuesday night. You forget that Jan. The, you know, he, you forget he's younger than you think because because we've had him a second second spell. How old is Holland? McLaughlin. Holland and Hall's come from the West Langs League last season. Exactly. No, I, and I, I absolutely say that on board. The one thing we, we were missing on Tuesday more than anything else is a leader. I can't remember who was captain. I think it might have been Luke Griffiths, but I can't tell you. I think Luke Griffiths was that player who was trying to take the game by the scruff of the neck. But I can't tell you if he was actually the captain or not, whether he had the... Well, he did, and he was. Well, there we go. But the, the whole thing about Tuesday, I mean, I watched the interview back with, with Neil, with, with, with Shuntel, and for the first time in five years, he looked a beaten man. Now, he, I was stood next to him. We're going to hear the interview in a second. Well, I was yeah. stood next to him when, you, when he was here, and he's certainly not a beaten man today, I'll give him that. And today, let, let's, let's forget about it, let's jump to today. This is not the type of game that you would say, actually, you know what? We, we, we can't game. win this. I want this, this game these today. Are, these are the type of games we can, we can win. Exactly. It's not out of the realms of us to win the game, but then by the same token, it's not out of the realms of us to be out of it inside 15 minutes. It's daft at the minute. Well, <laughs> Woods, a big thank you for joining no us problem. pre-match. And it is Neil Reynolds' fifth anniversary fifth. here at yes. uh, FC United. And earlier, I caught up with the FC United manager before today's game. Well, mm-hmm. Neil, uh, a welcome back to FC Live. And uh, obviously, FA Trophy today but first is first happy fifth birthday uh-huh. i had no idea uh-huh. would have got you a card and some flowers no thank you it's been uh no listen i hope there's another five years and ten years you know despite what some people think i hope that there's there's many more years to come uh club means the world to me you know and, and don't think anyone's hurting more than me when results don't go but there are reasons and people can speculate their own reasons but we know there's reasons but that dressing room's ready and it's ready again today so hopefully like we do every time we cross the white line, we can put performance on. I was uh, talking to Mark Fell at Lancaster City this week and we were discussing the ups and downs of the league. One of the things you have to say is is that apart from Radcliffe, who are like the Max Verstappen of, of the league, yeah. there isn't much separating everyone 
and that's because of the inconsistencies of yeah, the league. Inconsistencies or, or the strength of the league. But I'll just talk about Mark Fell, you know. I've got so much respect for a lot of people. I thought, you know, when sometimes you fall out with managers and you're on the touchline and you have a bit of a set to, I didn't realise how popular I was, Ben, until this weekend. Because I, I, I promise you now, and I'll pay Anthony Johnson in particular, you know, and other managers, my phone I couldn't get to on Tuesday. Messages, phone calls, they saw that interview of me on Tuesday night and I didn't realise how down I looked. And it was only when my kids put it in my face. But if people think that, they're going to get away with saying things about me behind my back or not face-to-face, then they've got another thing coming because the proper mates that I need are the ones who've reached out all week and said, you're a good manager, you're a great lad, keep doing what you're doing, tide will turn. And when I say one or two, I'm talking two or three hundred messages, man. It's been, it was ridiculous. And Mark Fell was one, but Anthony Johnson, football to one side, the week that we're playing, I and mean, we go back years, he said, you know, I've got your back more than anybody. And, you know, football's football, but at the end of the day, mates are mates and... You know, you can you can sit behind your screens, you can do whatever you want, and people will not like that line, but I'm telling you as it is. You know, I'll tell you as it is, and people don't like it, and tough. But it, it is what it is, Ben, and I just want to touch upon that. At the end of the day, my dad was still here, he'd say, it's a bag of wind, son, it's a game of football, now sort your face out and get on with it. So I'd say, yeah, you're right, Dad. So he could try and put me down, but it won't happen. With that regard, on, on Thursday night's training, um, just to go back to that inconsistencies that, you, that we're going to have. Yeah. Because... One of the things we spoke about in pre-season was the, the age of the squad. Yeah. You know, you've brought it down. They're going to have off days and they're going to they're gonna have to take it on the chin. And I imagine that was what Thursday's training was about. Of course it was. There's no, you know, we, no one knows what we've just done in that dressing room. No one knows the preparation work, the motivational video that, that we've just shown everybody. You know, the, 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 the camaraderie, the lions that are in us. You know, everything that, that we talk about, we, we don't go into any game moping around feeling sorry for ourselves we've got to be against Atherton like Josh Askew said to me the other night who plays for Atherton you score one you score ten you've absolutely battered us but we got beat you know and some people want to leave me out to dry well that's that's fine but at the end of the day if we weren't playing well we weren't creating chances then I'd have a problem but in every game even in the catastrophic defeats we've played well and I'll, I'll keep saying that to the lads and, and if somebody else can get the better out of them give it a go but at the minute we're all in it together. We're, we're right behind each other. And hopefully, you know, come three o'clock today, we can take on, you know, the best team in the league. But it's 11 v 11. Going back to five years ago and, and when you were hired, you know, I, I had a little private chat with Swampy at the time and we were naming some managers. And you were actually on, on the, our list mm. because of what you'd done at Bamber Bridge, mm. stretching a budget out and, and that kind of thing. Is it a case of... You know, this week with everything that went on on Tuesday and the fact it is your fifth anniversary, it's, it's about remembering that. It's, it's remembering. And listen, Jamie Milligan's one of my top mates in football. Bama Bridge have never won anything since I left there. You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying that to be arrogant. You know, we won two trophies in 18 months. When Jamie's got a side to the playoff final. He's, he's absolutely working miracles on a low budget, but they still haven't won anything. And I can put that on and I'm glad that I got the job, despite 99% of the people telling me not to touch it because of the issues that we've got with the budget, what I would do, because I love this club and I want to be at this club and I will continue to touch it. And if people don't, aren't happy about that, then, then don't come. You know, that, that's it, because at the minute we're going to go through walls for each other and try our best to, to get the best out of each other. And if that means that we lose 10 fans along the way, people won't let me be saying it, we lose 10 fans along the way, because you've surely got better things to do with your time. They keep calling me out. It's, it's, you get a hobby, take up darts or something, I don't know. But it's not, it's not going to, it's not going to deter me. It's just going to make me even stronger. So, you know, it's been a great five years. Yes, we've had to go through COVID. Yes, there's been so many good memories. and But we haven't got that promotion. We haven't got that playoff. But we'll still continue to work towards it. Uh, but as, as long as I'm not told otherwise, I'm here and I'm here to stay. Now, Radcliffe today in the FA yeah. Trophy, how do, we, how do we beat them? 
How do we beat them? It's, it's, it's a tough question. You know, Hancock and Hume both played National League football last season. Louis Maynard, uh, Nicky Adams, National League football, League football, Luke Joyce, League footballer, Ollie Thornley, Rick Smith, you know, two of the best centre-halves in the league. Mateus, the keeper, arguably probably the best keeper outside the National League. I don't know how we beat them. We beat them by keeping to our game plan, by keeping our belief, by getting the better of our opposition. And, and who knows in football? You know, we would have thought that, you know, there's been, there's been results that no one would have called, but, you know nothing against what Bernard and Jono have done is, is unbelievable they also know they've been supported financially very well you know they know that but you can't make that excuse you've got to go 3 o'clock game of football 11 v 11 and if we win we win if we lose we lose but all this it's a free hit record for expected to win I've never I've never thought that this is a game of football that FC United and Neil Reynolds we want to win you know and, and if we've got to be at our best for 90 minutes like we've shown against Shields or Macclesfield or whoever it is in the past we can do it again today despite our growing injury concerns and Charlie Munro having to line up at centre-half today, we can do it. And the belief is, in that dressing, we can do it. And if I see anybody not believing, then they come and sit down. But I tell you now, Ben, you've got a load of lads believing we can win today. So you just uh, mentioned Munro at centre-back. How, how are we shaping up today? Jan has got a scan on his ankle. Uh, we, we think it's, you know, Jan can't, we can't keep rolling him out now. I feel so sorry for him. You can't underestimate what that kid pain he's going through he needs a scan we know what it is he'll probably be out for a long time Curtis Jones is out Charlie Oliver Charlie Munro go side to side Depp McLaughlin will go right back and Guy will go left back you've got Griffiths and Donahue in the square you've got Ennis back in the 10 you've got Maxi Kane on one side Dante Gavin on the other and Jake Charles down the middle you know Jay Fitz the other night played 25 minutes couldn't be able to walk all week he's not kicked a ball he's not ready to start a game of football Young Keane found the occasion too big for him he's an 18 year old lad we can't forget that El Morris is finding his feet at this level of football at the minute Pav's coming in and, and will take his you know take his place on the bench but we've got we've got options but we're still you know there's two lads sat in that dressing room that are going to be signing this week that have, that have come to look at us today uh, centre half and a centre forward can't get him out in time for the trophy but we'll continue to work Ben as hard as we can to, to improve the squad depth uh, to improve the squad and, and to get results but you know it ain't doom and gloom you know, like I said, I go back to the interview about my dad. It's a game of football, bag of wind, and we'll all try and win. We'll all try and win. And uh, I don't ever want to look like I looked on Tuesday night again. Never. You know, and I don't want ever want my phone to go sympathy like it went on Wednesday morning. I don't want that ever again. So, chest out, you know, fist pumping, and, and let's go and try and get results today. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us, Neil, before today's match with Radcliffe. Big good luck this afternoon, and uh, we'll catch up at full time. Brilliant. Cheers, Ben. Neil Reynolds there speaking to me about half an hour or so ago. Stato Paul, welcome back. Hello, everybody. Um, right, we've not got much time because that was a lengthy pre-match interview with Neil uh, after Tuesday night's game, but fire in the belly, that's what we want to hear. Yeah, well, he, he said what he had to say, really. I mean, he's got to fire him up. Uh, we've got to move on from Tuesday very quickly and uh, try and find a, a result today. So, Radcliffe in the first round of the FA Trophy. What have you got for us, Paul? What, what should we know? Well... Jono and Bernard have lost here before, as you may remember. I've already done one quiz this, this afternoon with you. With Salford <laughs> City. We beat right, them 3-2 yes. on a boxing day. So, they've beaten us pretty much every time we've faced them, but that, on that occasion they didn't. So that shows you that they're not invincible. Radcliffe have not won away in the trophy since 2015, when they beat Witten. There's another one for you. There is another one. Um, in the league, we're three wins apiece, but in cup competition, we're 5-2 up on them. There's all the positives. There, there are the positives. Let's get back to the here and now, though. 
this isn't the Radcliffe we've played over the years, is it, really? This is the Radcliffe who... It's not the traditional Radcliffe. They look like they're going to go places. Yeah, we won't be playing them next season in the league, I think that's for sure. What they did to us at Stainton Park was a, a real demolition. And if we don't turn up today, we didn't turn up that day, let's, let's be honest. We didn't create anything. We did. We had, we had a moment of about 20 minutes in the first half. But we didn't really create. Yes, that's the thing. And it's a bit like Tuesday. And the goals we conceded were soft goals, really, weren't yeah, they? We, were, we had a soft centre. They've got so many players who played at a higher level, it's not true. But that's, that's nothing to do with us. It's one, about what we do today. One thing we saw on Tuesday, and I spoke to Chad this week on the NPL show, he's proud of his team because he wanted a reaction after the weekend defeat. Yeah. They were demolished mm. on Saturday, Atherton Coles. Yeah. They came here on Tuesday night and they threw everything at that game. The goalkeeper was making saves, defenders just, and midfielders, strikers just blocking the ball. They bridged the gap and think, they won. I think what you saw there was pride. They showed the pride in the team and the club. And we have to do that today. We have to, we have to show the fans today. We have to do something for the fans and invigorate the fans so that they shout for us because there wasn't much to shout about on Tuesday night. I can understand it going quiet at times. We have a very difficult task today, but we've done this before. You know, we've, this round in the Cup, we've beaten Harrogate 4-0. You remember they were above us? Is that the famous Dean Stock game? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we beat um, Kettering here in the, this round. So we've been here and, and done it before against sides. How much of it as well, Paul, what we saw on Tuesday, what we saw on Saturday at Baseford? It's a young team. They're young, they're going to make mistakes. So you just got to get on with it. Well, I remember... Well, first thing I should say is we haven't got two centre-backs to rub together this afternoon. No. <laughs> now, that reminds me of United back when Jim Alton broke his leg in the 70s. And Brian Greenoff was playing midfield, very much like Munro, and was forced to play centre-back with Martin Buckin. And really blossomed in the role and ended up playing there for years. <laughs> now I'm not saying Munro will but that's the attitude we have to have today. There was a time when Roy Keane had to play at centre-back, yeah. remember? And he was quite good at it. Yeah. He didn't want to play there regularly. No. Uh, but uh, anyway, the teams that are now coming out onto the pitch this is FC Live brought to you by ConstructiveCoded.com and you lovely people the Armchair Armour. It's FC United against Radcliffe in the first round of the FA Trophy and let's hand over now to your expert commentary team for this afternoon's game it's Stato Paul and a big welcome back to James Quinn. On the right hand side here is uh, Jordan Hume who had that chance a few moments ago. Skips past his man quite nicely now. Jake Thompson plays it back. Jordan Hume, cross it goes. And it's uh, a simple tap in there for Jamie Morgan. Nobody close enough to him. And he tapped it in. It was too easy. He needed somebody to be really tight to Jamie Morgan there. Wearing three, Jamie Morgan, very incongruous number in, in terms of where he's playing. But found a position, ghosted forward, and uh, put the ball in the net. And uh, with uh, almost 19 minutes gone, it's FC United nil, Ratcliffe 1. And Monroe nods it down, but it's uh, picked up. And out to the left flank now for Ratcliffe. Good work from and gets the tackle in. Drives forward there, he's got a, but a great recovery tackle by uh, Anthony Dudley there. And now on the offensive, coming for return ball to try and play it across. Turns, turns on it, looked like it gone out of play, but uh, nothing doing. Cross coming in, free header, bobbling around, it's 2-0, and it's two goals for Jamie Morgan. Well, FC feel that ball had gone out of play. Looks like it may have done from here, but... Uh, 
Pat Boys went out to the referee's assistant to uh, protest. I think the, uh, the FC players are a group of them telling the referee that that ball had gone out of play. Michael Donahue on the ball. Bringing it forward now, 30 yards out. Slides it through nicely for Gabadon. Gabadon in the box. Tries a left-footed cross. It's blocked. Comes back now to Guy Hall. Guy Hall. Griffiths. FC trying to be patient here. Plays it to Donahue. Donahue 30 yards out. Trying to dribble his way through. Donahue. Donahue. Blocked. Gabadon now. Gabadon. Gabadon chips it. Just. And it's there. Max Kane. 2-1. FC half the deficit. Great ball in from Gabidon. Really was, and that was good work from FC. There was patience with the passing. And that just creates that little bit of doubt that probably wasn't too close to the, uh, the brains of uh, Radcliffe. Griffiths now taking his time, looking for the right pass. Donahue's free. Donahue 35 yards out. He'll look for that killer pass. Thinks about it. Just hesitate, shoots, scores! Oh my goodness me, it's two all! And Donahue! He almost dummied the lot of them there, waited, looking for the pass, and he saw the keeper was perhaps slightly to his left hand side. He places it perfectly from 25 yards into the net. What a fight back from FC! The keeper was flat footed there, he didn't anticipate, did he? It just flashed through the crowd of players and he just watched it. Well, we discussed how Michael Donahue was the key. And my goodness me, that's proven correct. Two minutes left. And there goes the whistle now. Uh, penalties it is. So, uh, big shake of the hands there between the two uh, benches and smiles. Luke Griffiths now hoping to uh, give FC an early lead in this penalty shootout. Just hesitates for a moment. Keeper stretches his arms out. Here comes Griffiths. Oh, it's a perfect penalty because who went the right way? That really was a good penalty. And that is exactly the tone that you'd want to set. I didn't want to uh, put the mockers on him, but he scored five out of five in regular play from the spot. And I don't think he's ever missed from a shootout either, Griffiths. Well, substitute Gareth Evans is the man to take the first uh, penalty. You can imagine the noise he's having to face, but uh, Gareth Evans, can he be as cool as you like? Yes, he can. Sends the keeper the wrong way, right deep in the corner to the keeper's left. It's 1-1 after one penalty each. Well, Charlie Oliver is the choice for the second penalty. Charlie Oliver looking to give FC the lead once more. Oliver. Strolls forward. Oh no, saved. Not a great penalty. Nice height for the keeper and not wide enough. The keeper's left. So advantage Ratcliffe at this point. Luke Joyce is the man who will take the next penalty. So the boy's under pressure here. What can he do? Joyce not messing about. Here he comes. Oh, height as well. Keeper going the wrong way again. That was high. That was a very good penalty. Charlie Monroe, the other centre back for the day, will stroll forward to FC Ratcliffe now with a, a 2 1 advantage as FC puts forward to take their third penalty. And then FC will be in deep trouble if uh, Monroe doesn't put this one in. What can Charlie Monroe do? Here he comes. 
Yeah, straight down the middle. 2-2. So, Ewan Baines. Two substitutes so far. Can, what could he do? Oh, perfect. Perfect. He, that time, boys, went the right way, but uh, couldn't reach it to his right-hand side. Pressure now mounting on FC. 3-2 down. Jake Charles to try and bring it back to 3-3. Needs to equalise here for FC. Give them a sniff. And he does. Blasts it. High into the, to the keeper's left of the corner. No stopping that. 3-3. Three, three. It's getting to the point where somebody has to miss one. Well, it's Rick Smith. Another former FC player. Ratcliffe, though, with one in hand. Here it comes. Oh, perfect. No stopping that. High to the keeper's left. He went the right way, did boys, but he's not had a chance. You have to give it to Ratcliffe. These penalties are flawless. So this is a must score. Fitzmartin. If he misses this, then Ratcliffe goes through to the second round. If he scores, then the final Ratcliffe taker of their five has to convert. Fitzmartin. Yes, down the middle. 4-4. Four, four. So... The skipper, Nicky Adams, is the man who has to settle the affair. Well, if it's to the standard of the other four penalties from Ratcliffe, then uh, I think Ratcliffe are odds on to go through. But uh, A very experienced campaigner, Adams. So, Pat Boys, can he be the hero? He needs to guess right and hope that, that it's not a perfect penalty. Adams steps forward, scores... Yeah! Ratcliffe win 5-4 on penalties. FC go out. The plus mark for FC is an excellent second half performance. Man of the match, Paul. The man who dragged us back into the game, really, I think. Donahue. So, Paul, what do you make of that? I think we got some of our pride back today. We took the league leaders the distance. We had moments where we could have won it. Ultimately, we lost in the shootout, which is always a lottery. But this was a massive improvement on the last time we played them and a massive improvement on the game on Tuesday. And I think Renault can look at this and say, well, OK, the road to Wembley's gone, but at least we've got some confidence back. We go back to um, what we were saying earlier about the way Atherton Coles responded to their defeat on Saturday. Chaddy got the response he wanted. Neil certainly got the response he wanted today. I think he did. I think he'll be proud of his players tonight. We couldn't quite get over the line, but we got very close to it. And coming back from two goals down is not easy against Radcliffe. They had full control at half-time. They, they looked immaculate. But we caused them problems in the second half. And, of course, we'll all go back to that second goal that Radcliffe scored, ultimately, and whether it was legitimate or not. Well, there's a... There's a I've heard some news that that ball was clearly out. Well, if it was, that means FC have been very unlucky this afternoon, really. And uh, the referee's assistant, what was the referee's assistant? They obviously not up with play or not. Well, what I would like to know is, why did the referee shake Renault's hand before the restart? Was he apologising for something? The linesman, to be fair to the linesman, he's over on the far side. If you look at our nets and the way they're set up, they're quite bulky on the floor, aren't they? Yeah. It's quite a distance from the linesman. I would argue, though, I don't know where the referee's standing, unfortunately. 
but from where we sat, it looked like it had gone out. Well, I think it was a bold attempt to AFC in the second half to win this game. They did, they did their absolute best, I think, in the second half. And we mentioned Michael Donoghue, we could mention Luke Griffiths as well. Um, I think the midfield stepped up in that second half, Paul. They did, yeah. Probably the substitutions were good as well at, uh, in some ways. I think the up coming on didn't affect our back line and um, it's just a shame we just couldn't get that third goal. I was going to mention this stat in the build-up but I, I, I didn't mention it but in all games this season Radcliffe have scored on average two goals in every match. Yeah. So it was going to take three goals to beat them wasn't it? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the stats don't lie Paul do they? Well they don't and also the number of goals we've conceded this season has now gone up to 27 I think or beyond that I mean it's we are conceding too many goals really. Right, here we go, lads. Paul, do you want to come down here for this bit? I have the replay, so we can see it. Uh, let me see if I can slow this down. Yes, I can. You be the judge. That looks out. Well, you can't be 100% certain from it's that. It's pixelated, thing. unfortunately, but I've, I've slowed it down as, as much as I can. It's the winger going out to the byline. It's gone. Yeah, it did. It, did it, it went out. It like the whole ball was over the line, but then that angle is not absolutely... That could have been part of the ball still over the line like you, when people take corners yeah I don't think that that's entirely conclusive but it does look a split second as well yeah. that's out yeah everyone stopped the ball's still in play by the corner flag and this is when the cross comes in and I just want to see because someone mentioned down here that there might have been a handball as well to top everything off in the build up arm up in the air oh did he touch it we don't know it's jammy it's a jammy second goal from Radcliffe anyway, but uh, FC United, I, th I think Neil can be satisfied with that performance, picking up a two-all draw against a team who, let's be honest, are making their way, I think, to promotion. They look early doors in the season to be ahead of everyone else, but we bridged that gap today, James. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I think so. Um, the players have really um, got to take a lot from that, and I'm sure uh, Neil Reynolds and his... Uh, team will uh, ensure that they do that Neil thanks for joining us how proud of that second half performance are you? I know people hang on everywhere I say on the radio but if I'm ever going to die I want to die on the football field because <laughs> it's a range of emotions it's the best feeling in the world at times and the worst feeling in the world at times and it's just it's such a roller coaster. you know I'm so proud I'm so proud and you know if, if anybody did doubt us and they're always, always going to be in football but You've just got to look at what they're given, and if and if they're not behind me, God help anyone when they do get behind me, because that squad in there are, are brilliant. And listen, you've you've got to congratulate Radcliffe; they've, they've, they've held the nerve, they've held the bottle, and we and we haven't. But you know, if if we can produce that over the course of the next five months, we'll be all right. We'll be absolutely all right, and we're not taking anything for granted. As low as Tuesday night was tonight, so you feel a bit low because you've got heartbeat on penalties, James. But you know, I can't. I certainly won't turn on that group. In there. They've been fantastic today. In particular, what was the difference in the second half in the way the team played? Just belief, hunger, energy. You know, don't beat yourself up when you make mistakes. You know, people might look at the stats. It's the first time we've come from behind this season. You know, against the, the best side in the league. Let's not make no bones about it. The best side in the league, and they've held the nerve and, and they've gone through. And you've got to say, well, but it, it was belief and the preparation work we'd done into this game. And we showed a video before the game, and it was about looking yourself in the mirror you know and having heart as a lines and I said at half time you know look yourself in the mirror before you go out and if we're going to get beat make sure we go out get beat you know having a go and having a real go and 
you can see they had a goal and there was massive belief in there and you know we needed the goals at the right times the substitutions were great but it just wasn't to be James so let's look at the second Radcliffe goal there's a few we've looked at the replay um, in our view looking at it I'm sure you'll be shown it is that the ball looks as though it probably was just out but for a split second also Jordan Hume's hand goes right up and again it looks as though he may have touched it we can't be certain but what, what was your what was yours and one of the players it, view of that it's hard because the whole stadium stopped when it went out and, yeah, I that, to, and I spoke to Duds and he said it went out of play but is I, that player should play to the whistle though would you yeah say? they should but he stopped and they realised he, he didn't carry on the bench said it went out of play James mm. if I turn up for work and I don't do my job properly yeah. I get criticised yeah, yeah. and, and half time I wasn't ranting and raving I said to the linesman this job's hard enough you know but you're mm. looking across field of play you can see that's gone out and if you can't then it's time to take another sport up because that's that's not acceptable. Yes, he's made the mistake, and after that we, we can bemoan it, but we've got back in, haven't we, and we've given a really good account of ourselves. Um, and how happy are we with a very makeshift defence? Um, early early on, maybe a little uncertain, yeah, warmed I mean, into yeah, the game? You know, to, to let fans know, Jan Pellincast will be having a scam on Monday. We know what the news is going to come back. We fear the worst. He, we know he's... He's desperate for an operation. You know, we've got to carry on. We know we've got Curtis Jones out for two or three weeks. We had a centre-half sat in the stands today. Uh, he potentially is joining us next week. But we know we're really thin. But, you, you know, you look at Charlie and Charlie, I thought they were absolutely superb. You know, second half, some of the blocks that Munro put in and read the game. And Listen, you're asking lads to step up and when they go over the line, you know, do your jobs. And, and they did the job superbly well. Guy Hall, and probably the introduction of Jay just gave it a little bit more. But you thought Donners and Griffiths were... Uh, unbelievable uh, you know and then and then in front of that but we just didn't stop we didn't stop and it was it was it was really pleasing to yeah. be honest we didn't stop well, yeah we just gave Donahue <coughs> player of the match uh, probably edged it over because he scored of course which made, but I thought they were both and uh, that goal which of course <coughs> everybody's waiting for the pass and he sees he sees, sees something one. doesn't he I mean he was excellent weren't he you know, was it a Terry Butcher moment when he's got his headband and, and he went up <laughs> a gear but it, you know it he did, and that's what Michael Donoghue brings. And, and the lads have got to realise that when you've got Michael Donoghue, Luke Griffiths, Charlie Oli, Charlie Moore, whoever they are, they're all fantastic players. And we shouldn't be losing games of football in some of the manners that we have done this season. We've got to take that. Yes, there's confidence, and yes, there's belief, and yes, there's teams going up a level against us. But we've got to have that desire and that energy that we've shown today because we know Macclesfield, I sound like a broken record, you know, Macclesfield, South Shields, Radcliffe today, we, we can give a good account of ourselves when we want, but we've got to turn that consistently now, and there's no one who wants to do that more than, than us, you know, than us, and uh, that's that's pleasing, James. So, um, Hyde next, um, they're in good form, what sort of game are you expecting that to be here well, next Saturday? You know, before, before I get to Hyde, and I mentioned to Ben before the game, and then, you know, if people do listen in, I'll, I'll explain a few things, I... I didn't realise how low I looked on Tuesday in the interview after the game. I also didn't realise how many friends or colleagues you've got out there because Wednesday morning my phone was read out, text message, phone calls of support, don't quit, good manager, blah, 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 don't let him beat you. In particular, Anthony Johnson and Vernon Morley. You know, they're, my, they're really two of my best mates, you know, in football. But they, it wasn't about football winning today. They, they've had my back all week and... As a manager, you sometimes look at it, it's a lonely place when you get beat, but there's a real belief out there in the football network that no one wants to see anybody else fail. But, you know, I'm not expecting other managers to listen to this interview, but I've had so much support. And today, you know, after around the ground, and, you know, quitting was never an option for me. I hate losing. I hate losing more than anybody. And I'm sorry if I sounded down. 
No, my mum my mum slapped me across the chops on Wednesday. If your dad was still here, he'd, he'd give you a real whack, pick your head up, and, and I thought to myself, yeah, you know, it's football at the end of the day. But you know, the support I've had from the fans as well. It was not all doom and gloom from the fans. You know, it went a long way, and, and I think that transpired onto the pitch this afternoon. Definitely. So, having said that, Hyde next. And <laughs> yeah. um, what sort of game are you expecting? Another tough game. Another side that are going to come here, Manchester derby. You know, they're coming the numbers. But, you know, it's the start of a great 48 hours for us, you know. We're going to spend a lot of time in each other's company next week. We've got Hyde, we're training Thursday, we've got Hyde, and then we're meeting each other at the airport, and, and away we go to Krakow. So, you know, we certainly don't want to get on that plane on the back of a, a negative performance. But we, we have shown, James, we have shown that, yes, they're a young group, and yes, they will dip, you know, in and out of form. But they're such a good group, and that's why we keep doing what we're doing with them. And, and if they can turn that on, that they've turned on today, then they're going to give Hyde a really good game next week, but Hyde have got loads of quality. But I believe we've got more. Well, you must, after that second half performance, you can give a a, a game to anyone. I I give false hopes to people when I talk about playoffs. I'm not five points outside, wherever we are, just because we had a good performance or a a battle against Atherton. That group in there are a really, really talented group. So we'll just keep chipping away, chipping away, and and hopefully, you know, we pick up points along the way and put up really pleasing performances and and keep smiles on people's faces because, for the part, there's nothing better than when you hear it that way in the second half today. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there speaking to James. So, as discussed, FC will be back at Broadhurst Park this Saturday as the Reds host Hyde United. Admission will be pay on the gate, £13 for adults, £9 concessions, £3 under 18s, while under 5s are free with a paying adult. Kickoff on Saturday will be at 3pm, but if you cannot make the game, then you can join the FC live team from 2.30pm via the FC Radio website. And speaking of radio commentaries, look out on Monday evening next week as FC United travel to Poland to take on Krakow Dragons in the Phoenix Trophy. Our European correspondent Swampy will be in attendance and you can tune in via the FC Radio website from 8.15pm Central European time. To the women's team now and on Sunday FC United hosted Hull City in the second round of the National League plate. And to hear now if FC could progress through to the next round, let's hand over to Ben and Paul in the main stand. Well, good afternoon everyone and welcome back to Broaders Park and you join us here on a Sunday afternoon for Women's Team Live FC United of Manchester hosting Hull City here in the National League plate second round and joining me here all the way to the final it's Stato Paul hello Paul how are you good afternoon this seems like a a big challenge for FC United we might be in the same league but Hull have started really well yeah Hull is second in the table just behind Barnsley Um, they won five out of seven in the league obviously formidable opponents this afternoon for FC but having said that um, if we can draw up the spirit of last Sunday when we won in the penalty shootout, who knows? What did you make of, of last Sunday's match against Cheadle? Because I think, I think it's safe to say the top four of that North West League last season, Cheadle included, as well as ourselves, would be fine in this division that we're in at the moment. So that, that was a, a, a good contest last week and a good challenge and a comparable one. Yeah, I think it was, it was also a benchmark to... We played them four times last season and couldn't beat them. And um, we just about got over the line uh, last Sunday, which means we did something we couldn't do last time out. Um, obviously, whole completely different opposition. They're in our division. They're high-flying, looking to go up to the Premier Division. So it is going to be tough. Throwing taken. Linsky on the ball. Linsky from the left goes for goal. And that is a wonder goal from Helen Linsky. 
as soon as she came in from the left-hand side, she only had one thing in mind. And what a goal, Paul. They've had chances in the box, much closer to, to goal, and struggles have hit the target. But from long range, Linsky, we knew that she scored goals before, but um, that was absolutely terrific strike in the top corner. Well, Carlin with a throw-in. Walton, oh, that's a nice ball for Keating. Keating there, just wide. Better stuff from FC United and the first clear opportunity for FC. Keating unlucky there. Thompson on the right foot, does indeed cross the ball in. Great cross, saved by Donald, but the rebound is there. And there is Hope Knight with a tapping in the end. It was a narrow angle, though. She did well to get to it. Donald unlucky, but it's 2-0 for trying to win this ball back. Jean, again, just getting anything on it. Carlin can't get to it. Here's Thompson now down the right-hand side. Thompson, right-hand side of FC United's penalty. Got time, crosses the ball in towards the back post. And there, once again, for a tap-in, was Knight. Can I see United snatch a goal before half-time? Carlin with this free kick. Plays it into Hull's penalty area. And there's Jean. Oh, and a oh. save by the goalkeeper. Down to her right-hand side. Oh, Donald, slice clearing straight tonight. That's unfortunate, isn't it? Is the goal going to happen here? It is. And what a way to complete a hat-trick with a ball that trickled in. And Hull can counter. Carlin is there, though. Carlin does well, but then loses out. And here comes Hull on the attack with Thompson. Out to the right-hand side. And uh, Ackroyd's onside, Ackroyd goes for goal. Straight past Donald, into the far corner. Ackroyd the scorer, and it's 5-0, 84 minutes on the clock. Here's Ford. Finds Walton. Walton, first time ball. Great ball by Walton, that is fantastic. Wilding, Wilding beats the keeper, Wilding. Oh. Oh. Great challenge there by Dawson. Just as you thought FC United were going to get a consolation goal. There's a defender. Kershaw still with the ball. Oh, Simmonson does well. By the corner flag. Crosses this ball in. There's a slip in the penalty area. It's going to break tonight. Shot comes in. Charged down and cleared there by Bowater. But only as far as Briley, the fullback for Hull. Played in. Turns the back here to Hunt. Hunt goes for goal. What a finish from Hunt. And that tops off the afternoon. For Hull City, 89 minutes on the clock, and it's 6-0. And that is full-time here at Broadhurst Park, and a comprehensive victory for Hull City. 6-0, but the key stat for me, Paul, 18 shots on target to FC United's one. It's safe to say Hull City deserved the victory and deserved to go through. SC United have put bags of effort in, but Hull have just had the quality of it this afternoon. Yeah, I think there were times when the gulf between the sides was a bit like the River Humber. But um, I think realistically, you've got a side, one from the bottom, I think we are, playing the side, one from the top in the same division, and it showed. Yeah. They've got, they've got better players, they've got better organisation, they've got a lethal finisher on the pitch um, who took a hat-trick off us, and um, they've dominated the game, and... We've taken some steps back today, I think, in the, in the process. But we have to remember this, the quality of the opposition, and that made a difference. And uh, Jenny Swarbrick joining us now. There's not much she can do, really, against <laughs> well, a team like that. I'll be honest, I think there is some stuff that we can do, because uh, I'm not happy. Um, we're at the, the point of the season now where 
I can say this to the players that it, it wasn't good enough um, in some of the absolute basics today we couldn't even string two passes together at times um, some of the air shots that were happening basic basic passing just wasn't there uh, basic tackles wasn't there the shape wasn't there and I said to the players today I said the performance is what's important today I want us to really focus on our performance how we try to play to the standards that we try to play to um, and we weren't there today we, we were completely off it all over the place um, so I've asked the players to to do some reflections we're going to over the next 48 hours we've got some reflection stuff that's going to go out with the players alongside the video footage and we've got to take responsibility for performances because today just wasn't good enough I mean going back to the starting selection and obviously we're missing Reeves today um, that is a big miss isn't it when you can't bring Reeves in yeah I mean what Shan brings is, is absolute leadership uh, the intensity that we're looking for the forward runs and gives us a bit more quality in the final third which was missing the good thing is we, we have made a signing over the last few days uh, we've brought in Kara Vickett who'll come into the midfield and strengthen up there where we feel that we we are missing at the moment um, it'll also allow us to shuffle around the pack a little bit because I have got a plan but it'll take a, a little bit of time on the training pitch to get there to exactly where we need to be um, and we are in conversations with a few more players because we have to bring in a little bit more quality because today like it, it's not good enough if we if we're to, to stay in this league um, we need to compete better now we know that this is the league plate but Hull are in our league yeah. um, you know I don't think that they were outstanding today I don't think they're the best team that we've played and I don't think they're six goals better than us on our day um, but but we have we just have to be better when you look at the league table you can see that top four there mm. and Hull are very much a part of that mm -hmm. it's some of the finishing that they, they do and you know getting to the second ball it's, it's no accident, but like you say, it's those fine margins, it's those through balls which weren't coming off early doors, it's the loose passing out the back, it's just giving, I mean... Well, their final goal came yeah. from a throw in, in in our final third, we've thrown it straight to their player and they've broke, not one of our players has touched the ball and they've gone through and scored. Like, how does that happen? We, we can't be as cheap to concede against as that that's not good enough and it's not the level that I accept um, and I don't want the players to accept that either that being said um, we mentioned a couple of performances I thought Walton grew into the game and was trying to mm -hmm. drive it at the best she could in the in the second half there were some good opportunities I mean Stopford got through Wilding nearly got through but it's just that even when they're 6-0 up or 5-0 up you know Knight is frustrated she's been called offside Dawson's still putting last ditch challenges in and that's the bridge, isn't it? That's the gap. Oh, 100%. That, 100%. that attitude. We, we, we know we've got a long way to go, but we've also got to be able to control the controllables. Um, and we, and that's, that's the message I'm giving to the players at the moment. We have to be better at some of the basic stuff. You know, if, if we are to give away a throwing in the final third by throwing it straight to them, our shape behind the ball should be there but again it wasn't people aren't listening people aren't in the right places people are switching off people are not putting the tackles in and we've allowed them to go three quarters of the pitch without even touching the ball and then they smash it in the back of the net it's not acceptable we have to be better um, so we'll, we'll regroup um, we'll, we'll, we'll regroup on Tuesday regroup on Thursday get our heads down work hard I'm still trying to recruit um, I'm still determined to stay up in this league this just gives us a flavour of what's to come yeah. so we have to be better when we do go back into the league next week uh, and we've played Leeds we know what they're about we've played Hull now we know what they're about it does give the team a yeah. flavour of what Middlesbrough away might be like oh yeah yeah for sure um, and we know next week it's going to be physical again they're another well established team that are 
you know, been playing together for, for a while, so they're going to have set patterns, set systems, going to be used to it, but we've just got to get back to basics again and, and just make sure we're better. And just a reaction as well, because we've not spoke uh, since the FA Cup draw. We've got York away next, a week on Sunday. Um, I'm we do like a good cup I game. I know, <laughs> I know. That will be taken, I think that's, that's going to happen in the community stadium as well, which is exciting for us, because mm. we've never been there. Yeah. Um, What's your thoughts on that one? We've played them once, so we know sort of some of their systems, some of their rotations, so we can plan for that. Um, and also, they've since since they beat us, they've not really had a great season so far. They're very hit and miss. Mm-hmm. So we'll be we'll be focused on opportunities where we can try to exploit, um, but also again we'll be focusing on us and our performance and, and, and digging in and making sure that we're that we're right because I can't accept another performance like, like we have done today. And just a closing thought, Jenny, just just about that. You've got two training sessions, you've already mentioned it. This feels like a bit of a, a wake up call is like you said in this interview. I was expecting you to talk about, you know, the attitude and that kind of thing, but we are heading towards November now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. So and the last few weeks we've been saying to them like, look, we have come a long way. You know, last week we weren't brilliant in terms of performance, but we, we found a way to win. We found a way to come back. We never say die. They're some of the principles that we've been building on because we know how hard it's been this season. All that was absolutely thrown out the window today. So we, we, we've just got to regroup and, and find what we're good at again and build on that. And then when we do take opportun- when we do get opportunities to score, we've got to start scoring more goals because this it, it's not great. And, and we've, we, I said to them today, I don't want us to keep looking back being the team who, oh, woe is us, we had no players at the start of the season. We're past that now. We're past that. And players have got to step up and take responsibility. If every single one of these players gave, gave their best performance... In all in one collective go, in one collective game, I tell you what, someone's going to get an absolute drubbing. The issue is we are so inconsistent with it. We are so up and down and there's so many things that we control and that we can control that we're not controlling at the moment. So we've just got to aim to be better. Women's team manager Jenny Swarbrick there speaking to Ben. Well, that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.